Torta por la mesa. Torta para la mesa. Torta para la mesa, pancake. Una torta para la mesa. Es pancake for the table. No, pancake es pancake. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are in Friday Night Movie. This is the version, this is the Spanish version of Shai Corman. Ahora voy a traducir en español. Este soy yo, Shai, la voz más sexy del planeta. Suéltate el pelo y prepárate. Aquí vengo. Todo decidido a enseñarte mis tortitas con chocolate. Derrítete en el horno conmigo. Aquí estamos. Aquí empezamos. As, as you heard, we had a different intro than usual. Here we are for another episode of Friday Night Movie. That introduction was done by mi hermano, Jose Manuel Gomez Gonzalez, the Good husband man. of my sister Lily, who was brought specifically because he's been practicing making fun of me. Actually, it's actually deeper than that, right? Because he's only listened to the podcast Once. for his first time. And he had no idea your voice was like that. <laughs> he's like, what? That's shy? But he's so sexy. <laughs> then in the car while we were driving, he started doing it. He's going, hola, hola, hola. I'm shy, soy shy. And he started making fun of you, and I was dying. I was like, like how I just died. Yeah. <laughs> like the tears are streaming down my face, and I'm pretty sure I stopped breathing at one point. And I recommend people Google Translate every single word that he said, because <laughs> you will piss your pants. So, I will, porque cuando él habla, hace se oye alguna vez el ese. Oh, okay. Well, so. What you're hearing is the three siblings are actually in the same place. We are on vacation in the Outer Banks in North Carolina, a vacation that Lily planned that is so far a winner. And it's a total I told you show. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you get the I told you show. Now, I will say the line to get into the theater, i.e. the 20-hour drive <laughs> or whatever it was, um, we were a little bit hesitant to give you the I Told You Show, but now that we're here, you get it. This is an I Told You Show vacation. Right. It's amazing. So we're having a great time. We're in a house, and we are going to take advantage of the family being here because in real time, ridiculous things are happening on this vacation. And, <laughs> and in real time, I'm being made fun of. And so I can't. Why don't we talk about the drive down since Becky talked about that. So we're talking about the drive. And during the drive, our mother, who is a true inspiration. Well, first of all, I want to actually, I want to actually, before you even get to that, it was the night before the drive and Shai looks at me and Vlad and goes, every dad in America is leaving at 6 a.m. to get to the Outer Banks. So you left at like 4.30 in the morning? No, 5 got, in the morning? Got, I got up at 4.15. We left at 5. Allie and I were there by... We made it in like under six hours. Yeah, amazing. it's like record time. It was amazing. It was, it, it was amazing. And while we're driving, you know, we're updating mom and dad via WhatsApp. And mom calls during the, during the trip. And she says, where are you guys? I said, I don't know. We're at this part of... Wherever they were staying. Where were they staying? They were staying somewhere in, in Virginia. Virginia, Virginia Beach? We're passing Virginia Beach. She's like, oh, you're right past where we are. Stop and have breakfast with our random friends that we're staying at this, <laughs> this weekend. No Who one's like ever lo- met or heard of. But they, seem like lovely, <laughs> but they seem like lovely people. They seem Do like mom and dad just people. collect friends up and down coastlines? I've never even heard of these people. Anyways, they're really nice people. Sure, they're and lovely. 
they uh, wanted us to stop for breakfast. And my answer to mom was, no, I'm not stopping. I got up at 4.30 in the morning to beat all of the traffic. I'm keeping going. I might not even stop to go to the bathroom. I might just use an <laughs> empty, like an empty yeah. root beer, an empty diet root Which beer can. Which I feel like has happened before in your car. Yeah, that's we'll save that that's for Alex. Definitely happened with me and mom. Once. Yeah, that's what happened with me and mom. So we are driving down. I said, no, mom. And she goes, well, you're going to hit, where were you staying? Uh, like by Kitty Hawk. By Kitty Hawk. You're going to hit Kitty Hawk by this time. Meet Lily for brunch. I said, no, Mom. I'm not stopping for brunch because this is... this is. The, I got up early so I could get there and beat all the traffic on this one-lane highway on the in the Outer Banks. And she steeps, keeps hawking me. And then I said, Mom, have you been listening to the podcast? Are you just doing this so we can tell a story <laughs> about you on the podcast? And she says, very funny. So then... I don't know if it was before or after you refused to meet up with her, but at some point she did just start texting me directly, giving me well, different like landmarks she, where I should pull over and meet her. She asked me where you were. She said, where's Becky? How far back? So that's probably my fault. Mm. Anyways, we get, we're passing through Kitty Hawk, and Lily calls. And I'm expecting to tell this funny story about Mom saying we should meet up. And Lily's like, are you near Kitty Hawk? Can you stop and have brunch with us? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stop right now. Stop Which, the car. We'll go have brunch. We've seen this before, but Lily's morphing into Mom. Happens slowly. On a slowly but surely yeah. basis. <laughs> so then we arrive. We have a really fun dinner that night. And Mom and Dad really have been listening to the podcast a lot lately, which I really appreciate because every download helps. But then Mom sits down at dinner and she says, I heard Josh's complaint list. She says, well, I'm keeping a list too. <laughs> Chicken burgers, eggplant parmesan, and now FaceTime? I guess I won't FaceTime anymore. And I said, really? That's the prize? I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> What else can won't make the chicken burgers anymore. Or FaceTime. Or FaceTime me. It's a win-win. And uh, and anyways, so that was my drive down. Now, Lily, you've been on vacation with Jose. Yes. And your son. And I realized that this, since we have Jose on, this is a great opportunity for us to reflect on your love story, which is one of the great love stories of all time. We've we've referred to it many times because of your love of star-crossed lovers. But also I would add is that the the story is immortalized in one of the songs on the What Does It Eat EP. It it is. On Spotify, you can catch it. You can listen to it. So you should now listen to the song Surfer. You can find it on Spotify by What Does It Eat. Howie, uh, or go back and listen to the Howie episode to get more background on that. But that song is word for word, almost a hundred percent accurate story of your romance. I mean, it's missing one key part, but I'm not making a big deal about it. But I was technically there when they met. Uh, She was fair enough. And so I thought maybe you could tell a little bit about your story because we do like to do what we call these like family episodes where we get into a little bit of the family. And, a little bit of the and, origin and hear, story, Shai? Exactly, origin story. Gato, this okay. is an origin story for you. It is and, an origin story, but I just, I don't know if this happens to other couples or other people, or other, even with like their own siblings or friends. This doesn't happen so much with the three of us, because one thing I'm grateful about the three of us, we pretty much have more or less the same accurate memory of things. Yeah. Like when we remember a story, our versions aren't wildly different, and yeah. if they are, we like admit it. We're like, oh my god, that's, like, I don't remember that. Does he not remember the Italian he, restaurant? He remembers it but i just want to like preempt and oh, say Al- that his Allie, version Allie is bar- different than my version ali barely remembers like i Maybe have to remind her our story on a regular basis. no he remembers the story just we often argue about the the, di- the details because he he well, embellishes was, certain things it was you the one that threw yourself on me that's what he says <laughs> that's, that's what he says me. to everyone in the middle so of the street gives me a bad reputation i didn't expect that <laughs> and it's not true um, but I'll tell you, like, I'll I'll tell you a brief um, oh, synopsis. No part of me believes this will be brief. <laughs> <laughs> Becky and I, and this is a true story, were in Ecuador. Well, you can participate in this, Beck, because you were there. 
We were in Ecuador. We went to a little town called Banos, which is famous for volcanoes and hot, hot springs. Hot but springs. We never which, went to the hot springs because there were like dirty piles of mud. Yeah, with we like didn't go to the hot only springs. like local dudes. We saw some people in one little swimming pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and we smells like miss. sulfur, and it's yeah, we didn't like do that. so dirty. So we, we didn't do that. We were we in did, this though. town. I'm gonna tell my part of it. We were in this town, and we'd been in Ecuador for like a few weeks at that point. We went out to go get some dinner, and I specifically was like, I don't want to eat like local food like i need a change of food so we went to like this random little there was only two restaurants in the town oh i guess that's true there was two restaurants one was like local typical food there's nobody is, in there which is delicious which we ate all the time and then one was like an italian restaurant and there was one person in there right because we, we went off season we didn't realize that like that's not when people go to this yeah. town so we go in there and lily says oh it's like another traveler we should invite him to sit with us and i go no i have no interest in like meeting a stranger tonight and she's like okay 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 let's ask him if he speaks english if he speaks english we'll invite him to our table this is like verbatim and if what he happened. doesn't speak english like don't worry i just like, we won't invite him I'm like okay great she goes excuse me do you speak english he goes no and lily goes great do you want would you want to sit with us we're traveling let's, let's sit let's eat together um and then we did and then you know yada 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 they're married <laughs> that's, that that's it that's my version story. that's the part i played in it okay so i'll i'll pipe in a little bit so they go back and forth over like a year jose tracks lily down a year later when you guys were studying spanish in spain well that's that's then that's, the, a, that's a generous that's generous then, to say then, we're lily, studying then lily doesn't move back but then it was Passover, a little while longer. Later. It was about, yeah, another, like, seven months or something later. Another seven months longer that Jose came to meet the family for the first time. And what were your impressions of meeting the family from the first time? Oh, my God. That was crazy. I I love the part uh, of the Pesach that you have to drink four glasses of wine. <laughs> so um, I thought... That's my family. Because <laughs> <laughs> he came join. for Passover. <laughs> and that was, except for the jamón serrano, that was, that looked very Spanish uh, dinner. So we ha- I had the best. I had the best time. And from that moment, I met the whole family. And I was one more. Almost. But what was your impressions of, let's say, my dad? Uh, well, that will come uh, later. Like, um, yeah, it was difficult. I will remember always the comparison that Roger told me and uh, that he said that um, a fish cannot marry a bird. And, uh, <laughs> this is really sad. That's what he told and, uh, But, you know, I thought that everything can be done. And uh, so we fought, both of us, we fought, we really fought for our relationship. And um, we thought that impossible... Uh, could be could be something that we can make possible and um here we are yeah and um, and i would say that you know to the extent that your my parents treat all the in-laws like their own children i i there's a bond between you and my dad that's really special so special that he buys you underwear and <laughs> on multiple occasions multiple occasions like dad will show up and be like i found these very european bikini briefs no and i, I bought one like set for yourself and one set for me <laughs> so when, when dad comes to visit us and we do laundry we don't know whose underwear is <laughs> i just hand them out like tic tacs we use we use the same we use yeah. the same underwear that's true and um <laughs> dad buys it for him so cute okay yeah i mean uh the beginning was very uh tough relationship because um it looked really impossible to to get together for the uh many many different things since cultural to religion to uh social um but uh at the same time we were so uh, attached to each other that uh it seemed impossible to not uh be together now what was it like? You already had met Becky. You knew Becky for like years before you met me. What was it like meeting the the older brother of the family? So uh, as uh, as much as uh, Roger was very difficult uh, in terms of uh, in terms of, of going through uh, the first stages, um, I have to say that uh, then. Then when I passed that uh, stage of the video game, uh, <laughs> then arrived the real one, the real uh, challenge, who was uh, Mr. Shai Corman. 
<laughs> I I really tried uh, or or pancake for the table. How do you I say really, that in Spanish? I really tried tortitas para mesa. I really tried hard uh, to be friends of him from the beginning, and he was treating me very psychologically. Uh, <laughs> uh, like it was like a horror movie, uh, <laughs> and um, I didn't know where to find the crack, and. Um, I tried. I tried everything, and even today, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure that he likes me. <laughs> Stop it! I took up martial arts to impress you. Your the tables have turned. Okay. All right. Now, now this is a wonderful, a wonderful opportunity to go down Mamrily Lane. We love you. You're our brother. Now let's talk about, uh, I guess, some of the highlights of vacation so far. Namely, last night's pizza dinner made by <sighs> my wife. So good, yeah. but sauce made by mom. Sauce so made by mom. Mom's sauce. Oh, Legendary. She could like, She could like. I don't. I know everybody talks about their parents' so good. food and stuff, but like she could do a Newman's own, Fania's own, or something. Yeah, yeah. of just her tomato sauce. Her tomato sauce is so good. And that one salad dressing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You know that one salad dressing I'm talking about. That's uh, it. Oh, man, that was really good. Okay, and then we watched a couple of movies, uh, and they're movies that we've referenced previously. Should we discuss this pizza dinner a bit more? You need <laughs> okay. to understand that it was a very, thin very crust. thin crust with this that, delicious like, sauce. Kept, we bought like, at the that, supermarket the thin crust. Yeah, and the sauce is literally at addictive levels. It's so good. You can't stop eating it. Covered with, I would say... Allison Tombros Corman, the perfect layer of cheese. She did a great where ratio when, cheese to sauce. Perfect ratio cheese to sauce, so that when the pizza cools down and the cheese kind of solidifies, it's still delicious. It's not like too much cheese, or then it's like you don't or want too, too little cheese or too little cheese. And then Shy bought, I mean, like some masterful pepperoni. We're not even a pepperoni family. Look, send me into a store and find me the sliced cured nitrate filled meat and I will find you the best one. <laughs> and I would just say as a combo, it was one of the most comfort foody pizza experiences I've had in a long time. And then I bought all of the low-fat ice cream. All of all it. Of all, give me all, all, the, low all the low-fat ice cream. Yeah, I was trying to remember the Ron Swanson quote. It's sort of like, I guess it's anti-Ron Swanson, though, in a sense, to well, buy like a diet food. food. That much it is, but it's give me all the eggs and bacon. Yeah. I'm all. worried you've misheard me. Not a lot of eggs and bacon. <laughs> all the eggs and bacon. And to, and to be clear, I lived through, I lived out Becky's description of me when I buy food because I sat down and took a tub for myself yeah and becky said is that pint for you and i said yes that's how this works the other pint yes. that's for everybody that's else. how i calculates he goes how much do i want for myself and then he duplicates it duplicates it for the number of people in the house <laughs> i just i don't want stress it's like more is more with shy you're able but it's Not shy, less is shy is really good at sharing if there's enough food where he technically doesn't have to share except with my chips my potatoes <laughs> that's true he, yeah. ate, he ate all my fries i didn't eat all your fries no i ate all jose, the fries so it's people real. should understand that jose who is a fourth don going black, to going to get his fifth don this year black belt in uh, mugendo which is a mix of kickboxing and karate and taekwondo and, and taekwondo he uh eats meat and potatoes on a level that like one person would eat he eats five times. Like a it's month. like what, like perhaps a small village could, or like be. a nursing mom, yeah. <laughs> or a nursing mom. And he gets, and you see, <laughs> toe to toe I, I get anxious because as I got to know him, I want him to have a good time on vacation, and I get anxious when I only see two trays of French fries. Because there's one tray for Jose and one tray for, for everyone. Also, well, French fries aren't like your thing. You feel that pain. You're like, I that know. Anxiety that anxiety of, like, I, I want to be able to share. enjoy my meal and not feel rushed. Yeah, and I looked at him. And I have to share. And I looked at him and I kept looking at his face during the meal being like, are you okay? You're sad? <laughs> He's sad. <laughs> are you sad? Um, but now movie reviews? Movie yeah, so we watched a couple of movies that we've talked about that I've seen before, but we talked about we were going to watch together. And we watched Super Troopers 2, and we watched Avengers. Infinity, Infinity War. Infinity War, which... I have so much to say about. Let's say, let's let's be clear. On the first night... I don't have that much to say about. I have so much to say. On the first night, we were debating between Avengers, Infinity War, Deadpool, and Super Troopers 2. And Dad said, I don't want to watch Deadpool. They should have stopped at the first one. 
So well, after Guardians, he's not wrong because he's like, like terrified it's going to be bad. Guardians Part Two is so, so bad it oh, makes you let's, not. Let's do Super Troopers first because there is more to say. Actually. But I, I just want to get to the fact that that we start the movie. And oh, he Ed, makes us switch the movie because he doesn't want to see Deadpool, and then within ten seconds he, he goes, asleep. "Oh, it's one of these movies." And then he asks, "Well, which one of these is the better one?" And I said, "Honestly, out of Deadpool Two, Infinity War, and Super Troopers Two, Super Troopers Two <laughs> is definitely the funniest one, yeah, or definitely is the best one." And now I would like to know if that is in fact the case. Sure. We haven't seen oh. Deadpool Two yet. I haven't seen Deadpool, but I know it's but, true. But no, Super but Troopers Two is a joy. That movie was there's not a so moment, much better. There's not a moment where you're not laughing. You're not enjoying yourself. Yeah. Um, Jose did say something, though, after seeing the first one that, like, made the nostalgia build up so big in my heart that, like, it was, like, hard to take. He So he sees Super Troopers 1 last week to prep for this, and he's, like, it was really funny. He enjoyed it. But he was, like, gosh, just think about, like, if I had seen it, like, years ago, like, as a younger person, like, when we were in, like, college or late in high school or whatever, he's, like, how much more funny it would have been, right, in that moment. And I was, like... It's true. <laughs> we laughed so hard at them. We repeated those lines so many times. Yeah. It was like, no matter what, when you're a little bit older sometimes, that experience just isn't the same, the even same. though it's funny. Yeah. And yeah. so it made me a bit nostalgic. But the second one delivers. The second one delivers. The second one delivers, and they bring back bits in a way that's like legitimately funny. <laughs> And works with each of the characters where it doesn't just feel like they're bringing them back just to like say the word shenanigans or just to <laughs> well, like. Because like Carver could be phenomenally up. annoying in this one, like the, his shtick. But, but they, they really, really did it like so you're annoyed along with the other characters, but you don't hate seeing him on screen. Right, because you know it's always Because gonna... they electrocuted him multiple times. <laughs> and so you, you enjoy that. Uh, I love Kevin Heffernan. I think he's awesome. He's also on the Goldberg sometimes as right. one of the teachers, yeah. the one who throws chalk. <gasps> you're yeah, right. he's one of the teachers. And Jay Chandra directs yeah, a number yeah, of Goldberg's yeah. episodes. And I I think that I thought about this with Farva in the in this version of the watching it again with you all. How you're they do that so right because you have to hate Farva with the other characters, but also love him as part of their gang mm-hmm. and root for him to be part of the gang mm-hmm. and not be thrown right. out. Right. Um what were you gonna say, Jose? Um, uh, nothing. No, no, no. For me, the for me, it's. Um, I I know that I know they look. Uh, they are a group of friends, because for me to make the second one looks like a challenge for each of them. Like uh, for example, I don't know the names. Uh, that um, the the leader, uh, who is also I think uh, the one that directs them. Yeah, Thorny. So in the first movie, he's like the super macho guy, hippie, <laughs> and here he meets uh, Flava Scotia. <laughs> and, uh, so he became like the super feminine. Uh, feminine version, and uh, I think it's super challenging and, and funny. Right, I see what you're saying. Like they didn't just do the same jokes; they challenged each of their characters. Exactly, mm. exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, this Farva is like extra annoying in the second one and uh, I don't know who else the other one the the handsome one in the first one then here is always about uh, shaving his balls <laughs> and, uh, oh, and he doesn't look as uh, as uh, pretty let's say as in the first one and, he's like 20 years uh, older yeah, yeah exactly but the, the other the, the rest of the other they look pretty the same. They look like they were they, frozen in time. Yeah, they look yeah. really good. Yeah, they were. That was that was really good. Okay, and now, oh, so do you have an? So in the second go around, so there's there's some great. Uh, but wait, I have a question. If you're not from Quebec, do you find this funny? That's a good question. Because I, not, I mean, Jose found it funny, but so he's, it's like the, so far removed from it that. It's just like it for, is what it is. For, the, for it, the listeners, there's some. The movie hilarious. takes place in Quebec, and there are Mounties and jokes, like endless very Quebec deep joke. jokes about Quebec and Quebec, Canada, Canada, but but not just Canada, Canada like, in fr- Quebec, like French Canada. Yeah. It's French, very specific. Yeah. Fr- French Canada and things that you know that like Montreal and the area around that is for. It was very funny. I thought it was. I thought it was amazing. Now the what now. The one comment we have to make is that though the guys that play the Canadian Mounties were hilarious and they're such good actors and they're well, and they're yeah. well cast, it is a little bit like they like they couldn't even find one French Canadian actor to be in the whole movie. Well, like, I feel like that's I'll, a little. I will lacking. say Emmanuel Shakri is at least she is French and Canadian, although she's sure. 
she's no, and clearly the movies are more about like them doing it with their friends, friends. like yeah, like, they're the funny people the they bit. know. And yeah. I, obviously, they would never be able to be held to like a standard of authenticity. Yeah, right. Okay. I don't know. You're not. Okay. Like, we just know that they're a really, really funny, funny French Canadian actor. So, yeah. what's your favorite scene of the movie? When they're I, when they're making up the French words, that's, yeah, that's, yes. that's just hands down was brilliant because you know they improvise that. That's so uh, difficult. Also, I don't know if you did this, but we did this like Howie and I used to do that all the time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I did it because I yeah. knew French. Yeah, because I knew how to speak it. No, but I it was just, just like you make just, up all these different words. It's just so funny. Yeah, uh, I like that. I really like the introduction of the Canadian version of Farva, played by Keith. Oh, from Oh, God. Goes, the doppelganger. Yes. How, like, yeah. each office has one. Guy Ledoux yeah. or whatever. Yes. <laughs> or, or no, Louis Ledoux or something. Right. I don't know what it's called, but it was really funny. Was really La Vanouche. La Vanouche. Cornbrush. And did you... Okay, so who was your favorite character old, like from the original, and new this time? I think in part one, Foster is my favorite, and then in part two, Farva is actually my favorite. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm a Mac across the board. (laughs) Oh, I love Mac. Of course, yes. It's just like Mac, because I like his, um, he plays it both ways. Like he's, you know what I mean? Silly and a good cop. He's silly and a good cop, and he's able to make fun of everybody, but he's friends with, he seems like the least annoying. Yeah. Um, And he's, to me, his dry humor is the funniest. So he and Kevin Heffernan have a podcast called Chewing It. It's really really And they interviewed Adam Durance once, because he's friends with them. In fact, there's a movie called Freeloaders, which of which the Broken Lizard guys appear as side characters. They're not, like, stars in it, but they are in, like, a very funny, very R-rated part of the movie. And the whole premise of the movie is they're these people who live in Adam Duritz's house. And they're trying to, like, they've been staying in it for free forever, but Adam Duritz is getting married and he's going to sell the house and they can't live in the house anymore. <laughs> anyways, so they have, like, a... Anyways, that's a, that's a good... That concert was amazing, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, right. We uh, yeah, we didn't... Uh... We'll report on that during yeah. the recommendations. And so, okay, so all right, so we got we got a we got a Mac and we got a Farva. 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 Yeah. Jose, who was your favorite? I don't know. Player? I think uh, Farva is too annoying. Uh, I think Thorny maybe in the second one. And he's pretty amazing. Isn't and um, besides them, in the first one, I have I have I I laughed so much with the three guys at the beginning. Oh, the oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And the, and the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three so stoners. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a great. That cool. is a great scene. The schnozberries. Well, they like schnozberries. <laughs> welcome to our podcast, where we just say lines, lines from, from our from... favorite movies. Hopefully, you've seen Super Troopers and you find that funny. If you haven't, just go see it. It's a great recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Be in Bo- a silly mood. Just watch them both. Exactly. And I, I would say in the in this one, uh, Thorny brought it for me. Because I think that the Flova Scotia bit is really the bit that I can't stop forgetting. But it wasn't just, it was the way that they, it was the way that they kept, he kept doing these things as he takes the Flova Scotia right. pills. And then it was the way each of his friends would react. <laughs> it just killed me every single time. It wasn't just the bit, it was like the friend's reaction. So I, I loved, uh, I loved that. And what about new characters? So we had... Rob Lowe introduction. Oh, we had. So good. I mean, he's like this. I feel like when you Rob Lowe appears in your movie, it's like street cred, and at the same time, you know you're just gonna get like that standard funny Rob Lowe that yeah. like appears randomly in movies now. Like that's a that's a good great cast. So I I liked Rob I, I liked Rob Lowe. I, I would say the best performance of a new guy. There is a scene if anybody listens, and I don't want to give it away, but there's a scene where Will Sasso. And the other guy, the one guy who I don't know, we're are talking about Danny Dan, DeVito. The Danny DeVito bit is, I think that's I, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. one of Absolutely the best scenes Absolutely killed me. Yeah. It was, to me, it was one of the, that, that, that to was, me is, I think is the funniest scene in the whole movie. That movie. Just, I agree. The Danny DeVito bit was brilliant. Okay. All right. Now, moving ahead to the, so the next night, we watched the first half of Avengers Infinity War, because that movie is... Oh, it's, Four hours? It's, like, longer than Titanic? It's long really long. It? And it's only half over. <laughs> no, we're only halfway through it. And this is a movie it's that like Lily, going to see the Harry Potter play. Lily's been not wanting to... 
Harry Potter play of Avengers. And this is a movie that Lily's been not wanting to see for a long time. But I know that for superhero movies, if she watches with me... Yes. But, but it depends, because I, we didn't even get through... Civil War? Or Winter Soldier. Okay, I don't know what yeah. And I love, I love Cap, and I still haven't seen... I saw the one where the guy that wears the flight suit gets introduced, but I didn't see the one Winter after Soldier. that. Okay, well, I'm happy for you because you'll get to see it, and it's really good. So it is Which a one? Testament. Civil War. It's not as good Civil as Winter War, Soldier, but it's almost Okay, see, I think I would like that. So Some I mean, people I need think to, Civil I, War is the best. I feel like I need to start off here because after, when I was super pregnant, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, and I came on the podcast, and I was raging. I was so angry. I basically made the claim I'm never watching another superhero movie again. I hate all of them. This has ruined superhero movies for me. And I don't think I've seen one since because I was just I have so upset. First, oh no, I saw a Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh right, that was the only one I saw. Oh, then a couple months like, ago, I saw like forced you like it is good. It is good. No, and it was when I realized that Taita Waikiki is that his name? Yeah, Waikiki. Yeah, um, directed. It, I was like, fine, I'm gonna watch it. That like sort of to get my that's like kind of like got my my faith going again, which made me able to agree to watch. What is this one? Infinity War. Infinity War. YTT? Which yeah. in my head I keep Infinity. saying because we were mixing up with Deadpool, I kept thinking Avengers Infinity Pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will say that I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought every scene had a purpose. It was constantly moving the story forward. Because which is one of the 17,000 actors in it. But that's what worked for it. Because in all of the other movies, you look at the it's poster, like you have a... No, they it's don't perfect. Fit. Honestly, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Make it not guys. My biggest criticism of these movies is that they're two and a half hours long and nothing happens in just most Tony of the Stark. story. It's just nothing happens. There's no... There's no Nothing is moving forward. It's so long. And this one is like you have so many characters and so much needs to happen to get to the climax of the film that every single scene feels important. There's, we can all agree, a major plot hole. Yeah, yeah and, I, and, and we don't, have, divide. We yeah, don't, we don't have, have to go into it. We don't have to go into it, but if you, but if whatever. you now read up on it, there's one scene in the movie where and everyone's then, like, what the hell happened? And then as far as the ending goes, I'm not going to give a spoiler. but as Everybody far as, knows. Okay, I think as far it's, as it's the already ending goes, as far as, as far as the ending goes, I actually found it exciting and not depressing because I'm not emotionally invested in any of the characters. So I was like, oh, cool. Wonder something exciting is going to happen in the next movie. It felt like a good cliffhanger to me instead of feeling very upset or emotional or like, oh, how could they do this to all the characters? So anyway, right. overall, I did enjoy I will say a few things. One is that I think that the I don't like when there's a lot of these characters in one movie. Like the Black Panther is better because it's just one. I I'm the only person that oh, ironically, I saw Black Panther too, right? Like like We're Doctor right. Strange. So I'm I guess now I'm, I want to see only Doctor one Strange because like well, you like when it's one right. Story. And I like hello Gato. I like origin stories. <laughs> like I do like I do like story, a good though. origin story. I Cumberbatch. I mean. He's the best. Yeah. He was and very in his origin story is very they do it similarly to like Batman with Christian Bale. So it's sort of like watching the same movie but with wizards. Cool. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter meets yeah, Harry Potter meets a lot of I'll good Harry this. Potter. I'll episodes. say this, because it's the only one of the Marvel movies I haven't finished except for Incredible Hulk, which counts but doesn't count. Uh I would watch it with you to finish watching it to see if it's actually good. Yeah, like I I mean I, I didn't mind that movie. I like that and I like but so normally I don't like when they're all together. I don't like the Avenger movies because they're all together and they're all it's so no, repetitive and they're always doing the exact same thing. I, I agree with you. I don't like the right. Avenger movies. I don't think that works. But I think really making it like everyone, like everyone, where it's people from different universes and worlds and stuff. Right, and it annoyed me that because was the Guardians were in it because I was like, no, I just want a better Guardians movie. I don't want like a short, like this like little short Guardians film and a little short Thor film. But I'd rather that than a crap Guardians movie. So I was like, okay, and they did it well. That's the thing of these little they vignettes well. of all these guys together. And again, the original Avengers are the ones I like the least. So it was sort yeah, of like Captain. I didn't care, to except be, for Captain. To, to be Love clear, Captain. to be clear, I, I actually I'm going to defend the original Avengers because first of all, you got to respect where things come from. Number one, right? This the Marvel guys have been building this for years. They have been planning ahead to introduce the Avengers and then bring in other characters to the point where I think they make huge mistakes sometimes where they, they'll make a movie just to introduce other characters. Like Iron Man 2 is the worst example of that. But even um, Marvel Civil War, which is a really cool movie, that's the one where they introduce... Marvel Bo Civil War. 
uh, uh, Captain America Civil War. Oh, okay. That's the one where they introduce both Black Panther and Spider-Man. So the first time either of those guys mm. appears in a movie okay. uh, is in that movie. And I think it's really good because I personally don't like origin stories as the first story. I find it uh, to be a drag. So uh, I think that anytime Hemsworth, Evans, Robert Downey Jr. in particular, any time those three were on, and, and uh, Ruffalo... Scarlett Johansson, I don't feel like they fully committed to what her character was supposed to do in this particular story. Agreed. But any times... That doesn't mean she won't have more. They're, again, they're playing this over two movies. In fact, I think that one of the things the Russo brothers did well, and they directed Winter Soldier, they directed Civil War, which are two of the most complicated and best mm-hmm. of the movies, is they decided who this one was going to be about, and you have a sense of who's most important and even if it's not 100% in your favorite movie? character yeah I think they did I think you walk away you know that Doctor Strange is really important you know that Robert um, Iron Man is important no and Guardian is important the, the Guardian, <laughs> none of the Guardians the Guardians matter. were important for Rocket. this part of the story right they were important they were right. important for this part of the story but it, that was their arc was this part of the story mm-hmm. I think Gamora's part as his daughter will play a major role in the finale of the story but I think that the Guardians absolutely like they were going to be showcased big in this movie and then they're going to make room for some new characters that are being introduced that's what was kind of good I think what you're saying is that they certain characters had a purpose and an arc and then they played that out and now we're done and that important. And people say, oh, where's Hawkeye? I said, where's Valkyrie? Because Tessa Thompson is amazing. Also, like, it makes no sense considering where this movie starts. Where's Valkyrie? Wasn't she with Thor? In my opinion, in my my opinion, if I'm opening up the next movie, I'm opening up with whatever happened to Valkyrie. She's on some other planet. Because there's a reason that she's not with Thor when his... And maybe she finds Captain Marvel who they're introducing, who they introduce in the... or they, they reference in the final credit scenes. And... Of something. Go. Oh, go ahead. No, I just thought of something. Okay, so you know how the only time they're able to actually weaken Thanos for a few moments is by the best, the best, is by using Mantis right to get inside his head, and then we've been having this discussion about it's really you have to beat him from an emotional, mental place, it's not way a physical strength. Than physical strength. And then in one of the very last scenes, when Thor puts his axe into his chest and he goes, "You should have gone for the head." and then disappears and I think that's a great foreshadow for the next film like what we've been saying is that it's not going to be about physical strength it's going right. to be about something mental and, and or something emotional and, and if so this is based on a comic book that came out that when I was a kid called the Infinity Gauntlet and then the subsequent story Infinity War and or I think so I mean I never read Infinity War but I read Infinity Gauntlet and a lot of this is similar some of it's not the same at all but the notion that it is more than a physical feat that will beat Thanos, mm-hmm. someone who can, can control reality at this mm-hmm. point, who's on a higher level than God, I think that is that's going to play in this right. notion of loss. And I think that I think that the the notion of loss and people's sacrifice, have, watching it a second time, really. So there's this big moment where there's a plot hole where one of the characters, in order to because of their anger of losing another character basically blows up the whole plot that the good guys are using where they almost win and watching it a second time knowing that was going to happen which was it, it still doesn't excuse the dumbness of that scene but if you look at Scarlet Witch who is struggling with the decision as to whether or not she's going to lose vision Mm-hmm. because he might have to sacrifice himself. If you're looking at the decision of Gamora to go right. with Thanos to protect everybody else, if you're looking at uh, who else makes sacrifices in this one, uh, well, Thor loses everybody. Yeah. That's a theme, and, and talking about everyone he's lost. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange. Yeah. And, and, and you talk about Peter Quill, mm-hmm. right? He's Everyone's kind of... There's that moment, it's kind of funny, him and Thor... But it's also kind of sad. Like they're competing yeah. for who who's, has had the most pain right, in their who's, life. Right. Who suffered the most from him from yeah. Thanos? Yeah. And so I thought. So I thought that that is going to come. And Thanos' own loss, right? Thanos' own loss was part of all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so back to when I think when, back to the point I was making before. When any of the original Avengers on the screen, I feel like they have a responsibility. It's like when maybe in your in the film world the person at the top of the call sheet has to be like the example on set <laughs> I feel like each of those guys had to lead certain parts of the movie and they well, were they, great in those scenes well the directors said that you can't have in a script, can't write a script with 25 characters on one page 
it doesn't work. So they basically made it, they were a bunch of different teams. And it's like, because basically you, you separate them into kickball teams and it's a tournament. So it's a captain of each, kind of like of each team. Right. And they're simultaneously going around as if it's like a tournament because mm-hmm. you can't have them all on one page, which I thought was a good analogy. And I think they all, that's a great point. And I think all of the main Avengers who had to lead one of those teams helped elevate everybody else. Like... Thor mm-hmm. was great with the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and he was great in. It was just him, Rocket, and Groot, right? Yeah, tree. I thought he the was rabbit in the tree. Doing a, a Magu- is that a MacGuffin? The quest, like he's going to go find something. I guess he's got to go find his axe. Well, yeah, well, he does a, get a MacGuffin his axe. Is, a, is a thing that you never know what it's. You never know what it is, and it's not important to know what it is. It's what drives the, okay. the plot. So it is yeah. important. So it, it is important. important. So it is important, but important. he's he's basically doing like a video game, yeah. right? And then you have Captain America, who I think we haven't seen the full Captain America story yet. I think that the next yeah. movie will be very much about resolving what the, happened the in, scene in Captain America Civil where War. Where him and Thor, like at the end when they finally are together, and he's like, oh, you copied my beard or whatever. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. That's totally improvised between the two of them. <laughs> oh, and they funny. asked if they could just do their own lines because they said to the directors, like, look, we've known each other for so many years. Yeah. We're going to see each other after not seeing each other. Let that's us just, just riff. That's great. And they let them do yeah, that. Yeah. Also, um, Mark Ruffalo was not given the script. He was not allowed to have the script, and he was given a fake script. Why? That he thought was the real story, because apparently he's been the one that, Him and Tom Holland have accidentally multiple times given spoilers <laughs> for the movie. Tom Holland also wasn't given the script. That's hilarious. That's they had like a And Mark Ruffalo joked that the fake one was better than the real one. All right. Sorry. We've Jose is there pondering. What did you think? Uh. I think that if in the next movie there are no Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know who is going to bring the humor in the movie. Um, because so far, besides Ragan- Ragnarok, was? Ragnarok. I mean, you can make it up, it doesn't matter. No one knows. Uh, yeah. uh, they, that, that was the first movie that I saw with some kind they of really, humor. Yeah, they made it way in better. In a superheroes movie. And all the rest have, are have too serious. Have you guys serious. seen Spider Man Homecoming? Yeah. Okay. That's cute, but the Spider-Mans don't count because those movies are always kind of funny. Oh, okay. cute. They're so cute. Yeah. But, but like, talking about Avengers movies, they're generally a bit, like, they take themselves a bit too seriously. And Ragnarok and Guardians change that, I yeah. think. Yeah, but yeah. Guardians 2 then shit all over it. Okay. <laughs> Guardians 2 is, is your last, last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last Jedi situation. Okay. Um, but that's true. I will have to say, though, that I want to say quickly that Mom made a point yesterday that really I thought was brilliant. Or this morning, she was like, I'm really upset about the ending. And I think it's not a spoiler. Like, a lot of them die. I'm not going to, I don't, won't say who, but it was all over the news after that many of them die. And mom was like, no wonder kids these days are so anxious. Their superheroes die. When I was a kid, no superhero ever would have died in a movie. And I thought that was just a really interesting point. Yeah, but, okay, so there's two, there's two components to that. One is... And Marvel really doesn't go dark the way I think superhero movies now. Like, for some reason, because of the, because of the what's it call it the Nolan Batman's. Everyone seems to think that oh, dark means it's a good superhero, and that's really not the case. So I think, aside from the darkness piece of it, another piece of it is that stakes have to matter. If you're going to have this many characters for this many long. For, for, for this long amount of time, there have to be stakes. And I, I was, I'm was i bummed when some of the characters die, but I also know that... Basically, what they're going to have to do in the last season of Game of Thrones. Somebody has to die. There's a story that can't move should. forward. But I also feel like because of the way the Infinity Stones work, it's like they have Well, they can all come back. They oh, yeah. kill everyone yeah. and then bring them all back. Right. Well, yeah, I, I think that'll be part of it. I mean, the, the way sure. the Infinity War thing works in the comics, nobody's alive at, at the end except for, like, two people in Thanos. So there's no question that there's no question that something will happen, but it doesn't mean that there won't be sacrifices made. Uh, speaking of mom, though, I uh, wrote down as we were watching the movie oh, some of the oh, questions the mom, mom could we, Can we start with her opening line? Well, hold on, I have it. I've written down. You wrote down the opening line. So, well, well, I don't know the opening line, but well, the as first thing she said as we're getting ready to start the movie. Yeah, mom first says she's getting excited about watching a super movie here movie, and she's telling us about having seen Iron Man three. And then she says, "Is Iron Man three the one where Superman dies at the beginning?" <laughs> It's amazing. And then I tried to explain to her... something I would say or Jose would say. I explained to her that these are 
different universes. They don't interact with each other. She goes, oh, wait, Iron Man 3 is the one with the Flash. <laughs> also in the same DC universe as Superman. Then, then the Avengers starts, and Mom at one point asks, hey, is that Captain America? She was surprised Captain America was in the movie. And then as we get further into the movie, because she slept through a lot of the first night, which I respect, I sleep through movies all the time, the second night she goes, wait, is it four stories going on at the same time? <laughs> then at one point she says, wait, I think I saw this on an airplane. Yeah, she did say that. <laughs> that yes. ha- but to be fair, that happens with 85% of all movies yes. we watch. She thinks she's seen them but on sometimes airplane. She, she probably has. She, the she, she was complaining about Overboard. She was like, that movie was so... You know, I think I saw it on an airplane. But it's not like you're criticizing a movie you're not sure you even saw. She's like, I probably saw it on an airplane. And then last but not least, Thanos appears, the big purple guy, who's killing everybody. And she goes, is that the bad guy? (laughs) She's so cute. (laughs) Did I get all the questions you heard? Yeah, no, the opening one about, oh, that's the one where Superman dies at the beginning. And we're like, "Eh." So in the end, though, it's always a joy watching these. And what's fun is where we're staying, we actually move the couches around. So it's like movie theater city. It's like in so, rows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so first we get row, rows. second row. Um, but Carlson, is it not, is it not so much more fun? This is like you don't know if um, Orphan Black or Super Duper is funny if you're Canadian or not. I don't know if this movie would have been good if I didn't watch it with like my yeah, Cole's I agreed. notes. Yeah, I agree. If I wasn't Avengers Cliff Notes, explaining all sorts There's of stuff no to way. me. I, well, I would be texting you at the same time, but it's you don't like it's not well, the same. So, so sometimes, I mean, so let's talk about talking during movies for a moment. You really, you know what? I have to say, it's like a, like a chef who flambes something, and you have to know if it's like just the right heat without burning it. <laughs> you have to play a very delicate game of talking. Of talking, yeah, yeah. You great. gotta know when to talk, when not to talk, when to ask a question, and what types of questions exactly. are, are important to ask. But you talk all the time. but it's relevant. It's a skill. Whereas it is an absolute Whereas skill. I will say, watching I, Mom, I funny. love you so much, and you're amazing. But watching a movie with you is literally like watching director's commentary, except it's not the director. It's like the director's third cousin. <laughs> that's, what, that's more like Mom. I, I warn both of you on Twitter and in person and via text. If you watch this movie with me. You will pause a lot. <laughs> like there will be pauses, there will be questions. But and, there, and there is Roger sleeping and only saying sleeping. Funny, shh, look at the movie. <laughs> <laughs> While he's sleeping. While he's no. asleep. Just watch the movie, Fanny. And then goes back to sleep. So we, so yeah, so I, I think talking during a movie, so for me. No, wait, wait, sorry, but the best is like. Right. You can ask pertinent questions to the story, but the best is when mom just starts talking. She gets on such a roll that she's like, oh my God, he walked on the screen. There's the bad guy. What's he doing? Is he walking to the right? Oh my God, he picked up something. What did he pick up? What did he pick up? We're we're all watching it at the same time. And yeah, that is not okay talking. So okay, when you have a play-by-play of what's happening on the screen, for me, I really like watching movies with people. I like going to the movies with people. I admire people who can go by themselves. But for me, movie watching is a social experience. It Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's always a talking experience. But for me, like this is, we literally have Mm -hmm. a whole podcast based on us going to the movies Mm -hmm. and then talking about them with each other. So I, I don't like disturbing people during a movie, but I like talking during a movie and. I have watched movies with one or two people in my life where like something will walk across the screen and I'll be like, oh wow, cameo by David Hasselhoff, and they'll just stare at me. Like, oh yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess that's the you way. You know where it's going. not yeah, cool that's to talk. Shy. Sorry, baby. No. That's shy is because normally, not normally, 100 percent of the times you have seen the movies before us always. <laughs> So, you know what is coming. No, that's not true. <laughs> but I no, love- you know what? We watched Split together for the first time. Oh, that scared true. the life that's out true. of me. That's that's true. True. And we watched Green Room together. We have to see another horror movie this week. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll, have to, we'll have to figure out. Maybe we can watch that electric, the Neon Dream one that Lindsay recommended. Uh, Maybe not. Uh, no. Because not good for watching with mom and dad. I don't know. It just sounds really scary if she recommended it. <laughs> okay. All right. Speaking of recommend recommending things, let's go to our recommendations. Would anyone like to start? I recommend seeing Counting Crows uh, <laughs> in live in concert because their concert was amazeballs. I was super impressed, and it was excellent and beautiful and incredible. And a shout out to Andrew Ganger because that is one lucky man who gets to work with such an awesome band. Um, it was very, very cool. And uh, it was like what a, major experience? Uh, extra good. 
Oh, that Shai told me repeatedly to call the venue to find out the schedule of the night, which I ignored him for. And then finally, an hour before, I was like, I need to call the venue. And I called and they, because I have like to do with babysitting and stuff like that. And they gave us the minute by minute schedule of what everything was going to happen at the pavilion. Amazing. And it was, um, it was awesome. And we had great seats, like fifth row center, worth every penny. It was like a dream come true. I'd never seen them. So it was super awesome. Um, I also maybe could recommend Iron Fist. I think so. I think like if you, I recommend if you're really into like the superhero wow, stuff I just and made martial like, arts, I just, just made, for like, fun. I smell the fart face. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I mean, I don't. I like. I think it's fun. I think if you are really into it's like, it's easy, easy to, to it's easy to see. It's like martial arts. There's an easy plot. You could for sure fall asleep during it. And Adam Duritz had the t-shirt. And Adam Duritz was wearing the Iron Fist t-shirt <laughs> at his concert. Very good tie-in. Um, I cannot recommend Riverdale, even though I'm super into it. But <laughs> I uphold my status. You can just shame watch. <laughs> I'm going to shame watch it. You can shame watch that one. All right, Hus, how is your recommendation of movie only? Movie, no, TV, anything. music, Food, if you need, like, anything, a snack experiences. Like, member sure. of our family. I member, totally member recommend Hoshback Ryan. Oh, right. Becky, Becky, I, I, to I told you show. Becky gets an I told you show for the horseback riding. Okay. Yes, I bullied the family I, into going with me. I had to say thank you to Fanny for proposed experience. It's Becky. Uh, well, and Fanny. Fanny and Becky. Um, no. and, uh, but I have to say, if you do it, at least in North Carolina for two hours, and a uh, on the top of uh, a horse uh, the size of a dinosaur, uh, <laughs> you better bring a cushion for your tushy and for, <laughs> if you are a man, for something else. <laughs> And, you can see uh, your webos on. And then, uh, an first hour is amazing, second hour is a little bit painful, but still amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I actually am in the middle of watching what you guys have recommended, which is Glow Season 2. So, um, I, I literally, I cannot think of what else I've watched. Maybe I saw a movie recently. I don't know, but I've been watching uh, Catching Up on Glow Season 2, so that's something you guys have recommended, and it's it's really good. Cool. So I want to keep running with the money heist thing. We're, we're into Season 2. I love it. But I also love that both Pam and our friend Alana have started watching it and check in with us on a regular basis on watching the show, and it is super fun. If you're watching a show that, that we're watching at the same time, I love it. I love going back and forth with you. And those, I'm having so much fun with Alana and Pam talking about Money Heist, which is, again, the telenovela of heist movies. I'm so glad you like it. That's going to be, a, I told you so for me, eventually. Okay. You get to the end. So then I'd like, to, I'd like to also talk about, I went to a very serious film, a auteur art film. Becky, look at Becky's face. She's like, you did? Now Becky's went, smelling a fart and she's not sure it is. I went, she's like, was that my fart? Was it somebody else's fart? I went with my dear friend mm-hmm. Mark, who eventually is going to come on the podcast to defend the his love. You went to see the Meg. <laughs> to, <laughs> okay. To eventually. And then this was... <laughs> which is for shy. Wait, Art with film. his daughter, Meg, which oh, made science. it extra cool. Okay. So now this is on the back of taking Mark to his first fish concert, which we went to the Sunday night before, which was in my top two or three fish shows I've ever been to. It was amazing. Sunday at Merriweather. By the way, the kids had a great time too the night we, we took Josh. But you weren't happy with the second set. No, the second set. The second set. Well, the of, first set was no, Mark a different show. Oh, the different. Second the second set with the of kids. the fir- of the first night with the kids had a section that I thought was like yeah, but the second night, the Sunday night, which the rule is never miss a Sunday, as you heard from Jackie Kaplan herself, was again it was my thirty second fish show, and it would, might have been the best one I've ever seen. Thirty second. Yeah, and that's not even that many. Anyways, wow. So, Mark and I then doubled up on hanging out that week, and we went to see the Meg. Now, when you go see the Meg, doubled up on hanging out that week. Yeah. So when you go see the Meg, all right, which we have been planning to see together. So we're not going to hang out for like four weeks. So you did two dates in one week. I got to <laughs> tell you, I would like to see that in the IMAX. I would love to see the Meg. So. Let's see if it's playing. Let's let let's Shows let me let me tell you about the. Ex- oh no, I'll go see it again. <laughs> let's put it this way, I'll go see it again. That's a buy for me. I'm going to say up Can front. I just ask? Does Statham have to be in it, or, or was he well, like was he good thing. in it? Here's the thing: when you see the Meg, which is a movie that was a hundred percent made to be, they put a certain amount of money into it. They did a math calculation on what they were going to get out in terms of international sales. Right. This is a movie that was not made to be an art film, and it promises you certain things. 
and we've talked about this a hundred times, it delivers on its promises. When you go see the Meg, mm-hmm. at a moment you almost feel like the filmmaker is breaking the third wall and looking at you and saying, hi there. Did you by chance come to see a movie where Jason Statham barehandedly fights an 80-foot shark? <laughs> right this way. <laughs> Step right And up. that's what you get. It is so over-the-top and funny, and but not like Sharknado funny. It's funny because, A, I jumped many, many times. Really? B, Statham. Whoa. Well, first of all, look. Being underwater is terrifying to me. So just the fact that the opening bits of the movie takes place but in one of these... there's no sand in water. No, but there's just being under... They're in an underwater observatory during the movie, like during the movie at the beginning, and that alone, I was like super getting, anxious. Like, I was like, "Oh my yeah. goodness!" This <laughs> right, is the closest me. movie theater is fifty-four miles yeah. away. Yeah, that's that. worth it. Anyways, so he, There's so so I start getting super super anxious already, and then they have some good jump scares in the movie. I thought the shark was well done, and I thought the supporting cast was also really really much better than I thought, and much more involved in the story than I thought they would be, and specifically. Ruby Rose was in it, who was That's also right. in Pitch Perfect 3, and who's and also she's cast play to play Batwoman Batman. on the next CW mm-hmm. show. And you know I love the CW shows. She was a total highlight of the movie. She, was, right she wasn't doing anything super special, but she was cool, and she was fun, and she was totally into being part of this movie. But I wouldn't say it was Sharknado dumb, because I actually thought the effects were pretty cool, and I thought they tried to make a Jurassic Park kind of story in a way. And the only thing that really they have left to do is uh, Megs two more Megs, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I and, and actually in fact someone I want to say who who gave me this oh, man uh, oh okay Adam yeah uh, 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 a friend named Adam uh, he he and I were talking about it and he says so the sequel is going to be called. Meg 2, more Megs, more Statham. Mm -hmm. And it's based on a game that he played with his brother where they would just make up trailer ideas for Statham (laughs) movies. (laughs) Jason Statham. So this totally, totally fit that. So the Meg, I'm all in on it. Super fun. And I've heard that from other people as well. It delivers on its promise. You don't go to see the Meg to to see character development. Do Do you think, Lily, because these past few days that we were in the beach... Uh, and the beach was amazing, perfect days, and almost nobody was into the wa- in the water. Like I remember. Do you think it's because of the Meg? Like I remember. People have gone to see the Meg. I remember and my you- father when he, he told me uh, when the movie Jaws came out. In, people it didn't wasn't, go to the beach. It was right. in the summer in Barcelona. And people didn't hot go in the summer, water. And nobody I've went into before. the into yeah. the beach because they were scared of sharks. And uh, that one shark will come. Look, I'm always scared of sharks, but I will say this movie made me not want to go in the water. That's that's right. That's right. They do these shots, these over the like uh, bird's eye view shots, where you see like people or a boat, and then you see the shark. Yeah, 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 it just makes me super anxious. So I thought, and it's not a bloody movie. That's the thing that there was a little bit of controversy. It is a PG-13 movie. There's almost no blood in the movie. That might have made it fun. That might not have made it fun. I thought they delivered with the movie with what it was promised, and I don't think it needed to be R-rated to be as fun as it was. Uh, Shout-outs. Um, Shout-outs. Cousin Vanessa, because she's the best, and I miss her. And I feel like I wish she had seen me horseback riding yesterday because she would have gotten a kick out of it. Um, And Shelly for giving us, like, honestly, Shelly, for giving us a play-by-play of her reactions to the episodes via chat. That also Your include whatever she's making for dinner that night. Right. <laughs> well, so. Cool. All right. Cousin Shelly. Beck. Uh, look, Beck. Um, I want to shout out to Summer Parker, who we FaceTime with this week. Yes. And her mom, Heather. And her mom, Heather. It was super fun. And Peanut. And Peanut um, and Emmy. Um, it was super fun to... Oh, and, and her Stuart. dad. And her dad, We basically met the whole gang. Um, it was super fun to just get to see you and talk to you. And uh, I don't know. Thanks for, for getting on FaceTime with us. That, so That was a really Summer. fun extending Special. the Friday Night Movie family, like mm-hmm. taking it to the next level. Like when you, I will say this, and we mean this about all the guests, Once, if you aren't already part of our family, which some of the guests are, are. figuratively and DNA-wise, but those who join us really do, you're in the family forever, and this was a further extension of it because now all of Summer's family really is part of our family. Mm-hmm. They, that was that was really cool. Uh, Jose, do you have any shout-outs? 
No, not really. I mean, what, what is what is what is a shout out? Chuck? A shout out is we take a moment during the podcast to. Uh, he highlight. only listened to the first half of the book. Okay. Yes, he didn't get it's, to the we, second we, half. We use it in a lot of different ways. We talk about friends that are in our lives that we value. We talk about people who have taken the time to listen to the podcast and make an effort to tell us uh, what they're enjoying or give us ideas for subjects. We'll give a shout out to artists that we respect or TV, you know, creators that we think are awesome to make sure that we're promoting them as much as possible. So it's it could be any one of those things. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you, the three of you, for uh, inviting me today Thanks, to uh, share with you this moment. Uh, we are sitting in a bed, four of us, in a room, thank you. Uh, <laughs> having the best time. And uh, I mean, this is holidays. Uh, thank you to you. Oh, yeah. So, very, thank you. That's awesome. That, that's very touching, hermano. So, I have a couple shout outs. One is to Eyal Pierce. I don't know if you guys remember Eyal, but he was a camp kid. He was younger when I was a counselor but he interned for me once and now he is back in Washington and he is on his way to being a doctor um, and mm. we had lunch and oh my god shall you make doctors well, so well actually I keep telling him because you know my profession is not medical that like every time he but tells Every time you're hypochondriac. <laughs> Wait, so every your time your hobby is it's, medical it's, it's, it's I'm going to say it's hobby. all going to come back. So he so he I always tell him whenever he reminds me that he's about to become a doctor, I'm like, oh, God, thank goodness. Because I figure your parents would hate my guts because of the one summer he took a break from doing medical things to intern. (laughs) And so, A, he's doing amazing things, and I'm really uh, proud of him and proud to be buddies with him. But he has an app called Sublux that he's created. He actually created a few medical-related apps. But this one in particular I think is amazing for our family because this one called Sublux that you can get on the iTunes store enables you... To like, let's say you want to look at x-rays and learn about different elements of your bones and things like that. So let's say you have an x-ray yourself, but you want to compare it against, oh, look, here's the L-spine. I want to compare that to mine. Don't compare the L-spine. It's a bad idea for our family. They they can walk you through all the elements of the vertebrae. Mine L looks like, my L-spine looks like scaffolding. They walk you through the different different (laughs) ligaments and bones. And so it's essentially x-rays. Oh, I'd like to learn about the hip. This is very cool. So so you can actually look at all the x-rays of the human body and they walk you through all the different places which i think for our family is extremely valuable because he told me that this is really built for medical students so like i didn't need to promote it and i said oh no no i my family needs this app medical yeah. students or medical enthusiasts exactly so al uh lots of love for you and then i wanted to note about summer in particular uh summer i have this in my notes here yes it was great meeting meeting her whole family via facetime but also congratulations she graduated High school. No, she, she will. will she will. She's graduating high school in December got, at and 15. She's like the green light that she can graduate high which school is, at 15. She is a rock star. Yeah, which is amazing. I also want to give a shout out to the All-Star Comic-Con crew. They're starting their podcast network. They're doing all sorts of awesome promotion for next year's All-Star Comic-Con, which um, we can guarantee I will I, I will be at. And uh, we're really, uh, really excited for those guys. They really put together something amazing. That's where we did the Ozone works, Dance Workshop with the family and so those guys are blowing it up on social media and then last but not least I have a shout out to Becky's friend Janine G who has started her Janine G wellness Instagram account that I am following that is all sorts of cool I would say advice for healthy living mm-hmm. and uh, it's exciting and I'm following on Instagram that. and again back to the health thing the whole health thing I, I, I'm very interested I, in I think it's you're going to like it a lot she's going to I don't really know uh, we don't quite know yet what what it'll what form it will take but so far it's photos of really delicious food with advice and tips and information about um how to eat well and take care of yourself so i really i really dig that that's really cool so uh, with that uh where can people find you lily chichi k gomez on twitter jose it's just at chichi k gomez yeah, Lily manage. Uh, I, he doesn't have anything, but I'm trying to get him to get Instagram. Do Instagram. Okay. Come yeah. on, we'll set you up Let's this trip. It. Let's do it. All right, yeah. so we'll we'll report back with Jose's Instagram. All right, but like I'm just I just want people out there to close their eyes and imagine how fun it would be to follow him. And <laughs> he's pretty and, funny. Yeah, exactly. And we can post things like, for example, Ali's cousin Liz 
she was always fascinated with Jose being a martial arts champion. And so I actually, one year, many years ago, I took a very muscular picture of Jose and I put it on you a You didn't mug. take the picture. It was like a professional photo. It was a professional taking picture of him. him. Like no shirt on, doing like a jump. Yeah. Like, and like flexing. And, and flexing. I, I made yeah. it on a mug for her and brought it for her as a gift. Amazing. So hopefully you can you can promote that stuff as well. Um, you can follow me uh, at paper bk princess on Twitter. You should tweet at me, but not too much because when I get too many notifications, I get overwhelmed and stressed, and then I don't open the app. So somewhere <laughs> between like three and seven notifications see, is perfect. Once it hits twenty, I'm like, no, I just have to wait till they go see, away. See, you gotta live like me. Forty thousand four hundred and eighteen unopened, unopened email in my Gmail. Forty thousand. Wow. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. And you can follow me at Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of the pancake shenanigans at pancakefortable.com. Or tortilla para la mesa. Definitely don't email him because he will not know <laughs> <your> email. <laughs> and it's <laughs> 40,001, 40, 40,002. Tell your friends about this podcast and rate us on iTunes, Friday Night Movie Podcast. Only if you have something nice to say. Friday Night Movie Podcast. Yeah, if you're not going to give us a nice rating, just don't bother. When you get out of it. Well, then let's do the downloads. <laughs> Download us and rate us five stars. And FridayNightMoviePod.com is where you can do that. And then the and then if you want to catch me on the other podcast behind the behind the music, we've got some good shows coming up. And with that, we will kick in the theme music and we will actually dance in person. So we're dancing, we're dancing, we're dancing. Oh, and shout out to Devin for uh, he said he loves the theme music. Oh, nice. So, All right. yeah. so Devin loves. If you the love theme the music. theme music like Devin, then listen to What Does It Eat on Spotify. And adios, 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 flow as kosher. <laughs> It's not like like twenty inch pizzas from like a New York pizzeria. They're like like the size of a DiGiorno. Like these are not or like an Amy's. These, like, are, these are a are Da Vinci size. Da Vinci size. <laughs> okay. Oh, Da Vinci. Oh, oh, I, I can't find. Why them. was oh. why was the dough orange? Oh.